0: All right, guys, welcome. Uh, for those of you that are, that got the link, you're on video. So you guys get to actually ask, ask questions. Um, and then uh, I got Sydney here, who is the, uh, the CEO of Core Medical Group, who is, who I, who I currently work with, who have been, I mean, absolutely just instrumental and, and life changing. And, and Josh actually is on with now. So the way this is going to work is I'm going to basically from the time that I left the military um tell you my story, uh how I how I figured out HRT. I actually put this in my book, Excommunicated Warrior, which is right there. Um, but I wanted, I've been getting hit up. I share a lot of stuff with about testosterone and HRT, but I've never really had the opportunity to um have a group uh, discussion about this. And I get a lot of DMS about it and I've said a lot, but I still get hit up. So I wanted to create something to where I'm able to, um, I'm able to like save this, put it on YouTube and, and, and to go from here and to, to let you guys know, I've been on it for a very long time. Uh, I've been with, I've been with core since I want to say November and um, right before I got with core, I actually came off and we did this whole IVF process. So I kind of had an interesting story, actually, Josh, as well, you didn't do IVF, but the baby process. Yes. So where, where we did this, you know, I came off and, and went crashed and burned and then had to rebuild. And, and we've both been through that. And then come to find out, I didn't have to do any of that. If I would have just uh, talked to Sydney Gordon and, and the guys at core, we, <laughs> I could have just, right. I could have done it the uh, Vince Fargas way and, and been healthy the whole time and not want to just jump off a bridge. So uh, so here we go. All right. So I left my last deployment actually was with Josh. Uh, we were in Northern Afghanistan doing uh, VSO work and whatnot. And I left the military in 2012. So when, when I left the military, I had a hard crash. I mean, I wrote the, I wrote a whole book about it, but I was depressed. I started having uh weight gain around my waist that had never been there granted i'm 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 31 32 at the time so obviously things start to change right in your in your 30s and but i didn't feel like me and i'm going to be brutally honest with everyone my sexual appetite kind of kind of crashed um i did not have any sort of ed situation well actually that's not true sydney fixed me on that not a physical uh, ed problem but i did not have just the desire like it just wasn't there. I didn't. I didn't really care about that. Which obviously, if anybody's in a relationship, your your lack of sexual appetite can, is a problem within a relationship. Um, so that was going on. I was gaining weight. Uh, what I my diet was what it used to be in my in my twenties. So I, I didn't expect to I didn't expect to uh, to to gain weight like that. My recovery was in was in the crapper um my sleep was in the crapper and i just thought this started to be a kind of a veteran issue kind of like me leaving the military and that you know i'm just this is kind of i'm coming off of byproduct it's a byproduct of 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 all of the all of the veteran you know uh, you know stereotypical things that were going on and about a year into it about a year into you know just feeling like absolute crap. I, um, a friend of mine said, Hey man, like, and he was a civilian, he was a civilian who had had, he was in his forties and he was on H he was on HRT. And he, um, he said, have you ever had your testosterone checked? And this is something that had never happened in the military. Now I think this should change. I think this is a, the thing that should, especially in, um, kind of the higher, higher end units of the military. I think this should be something that's getting monitored, but no, I had never had my levels checked. I had never had my testosterone checked or any, anything checked other than your normal cholesterol and and, and whatnot that they, they do on a lab. So when it came back, I was, let me see. I joined 18, got out in 12 years. That's what 31. So when we got back from, f-
1: your birthday but yeah.
0: yeah, I think I was 31 years old. So I'm 31 year old fit male and I had a 195. Now they, they will, they, they will tell you that there's a range. Um, and I don't know exactly, Sydney, you can pop on. I think it's, I think it's like mid two hundreds to 800 is, is a range, right?
2: So depending on the lab, your range can be anywhere between 200 and 1100.
0: What, the, what they consider normal is what I'm saying.
2: So they don't take into consideration your age bracket right. or anything you've been through in your life. So yeah. it's just like, okay, you're within 200 to 1100. You're, you're normal. Doctors are starting to, to start to get more involved when they see you around 300. Yeah. Now that of it is in your thirties, you should still be around 700, 600. And if you're not, we put you optimal. We're not scared between 900 and a thousand. We, we, we right. pin you there.
0: Yeah. So, so I was on the lower end of it and, um, And a normal doctor would have said the VA actually, I'll tell you this, the VA actually said, well, you're normal. You're completely like, there should be no issues, whatever. And I'm like, and then I talked to, and then I talked to, I find this doctor that my friend recommended in in Kansas city. And he's like, yeah, if I wasn't on HRT, you have the, you have the testosterone levels of a 72 year old man, you're 31 years old. There's no reason for you to, to do this. Right. So, um, so I, I start with him and immediately, I mean, I'm talking within a couple of weeks, my whole life has changed. I have a drive. Um, and I'm not talking about a sexual drive. I'm talking about a life purpose. So what he did at the time was he put me on, he put me on testosterone. Um, this is all stuff that I had to pay for. Okay. I had to pay for this cause the VA would not give it to me. Um, and then we'll get into the VA here in a little bit. Um, so he put me on testosterone. He put me on, um, HCG, which, uh, don't, don't yell at me, Sid, uh, human, glo- human gluconic hormone. Uh, go so basically what this, what, what ACG does is it helps with statistical atrophy, uh, because you're producing, you're, you're giving yourself synthetic testosterone. So it it, it drop, you know, your natural, what, 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 what natural production you actually have. He, it drops a little bit so it keeps you it keeps you healthy in that department and then a, an anti-e drug at the time was uh anestrozole if i'm saying everything yeah and, and there we go sorry so yeah. so there's the package now here's what the va will do the va will give if you if you hammer them enough if you hammer them enough, they will give you this much testosterone for this much period, and that is it. They will not give you a, uh, an entire package. They're going to treat one little symptom without giving you the full package, which really only long-term messes you up even more.
3: Um, it's not a long-term sustainable approach.
0: Yeah, and, and they don't look at it as a long-term sustainable approach. They look at it as, uh, as a Band-Aid that's, that they're going to give you and then go from them. And as I got smarter in this arena, I was like, and I was working with the doctors, there was, I was like, I don't want to do this to my body. I don't want to yin-yang myself. I want to get my levels to where they need to be so that I can be the best human being version of myself. So when I got on this, fast started to come off, my drive, and I will tell you this right now, my drive went through the roof as far as, as far as um, my business. and. Before I just felt like, and I, I can't wait to talk to, to have him tell his story. Before I, I just want to sit on the couch and, and do nothing. I wanted to, I just wanted to do nothing. And people put, you know, like people are like, oh, it's post-traumatic stress. It's depressed. And it's all these things. My hormones were out of whack. I was completely out of whack. I had no drive. I had no, I had no drive to live life. And that's what started to change. And then my business started to go up, my ideas started to happen. And then honestly, it led me to where I'm at today. If, if, I w- if I didn't go on HRT, there's no freaking way I would have accomplished all the things that I would have accomplished. So that started happening. And I stayed on there for a long time. And things, things constantly progressed. Okay, so I um, will fast forward to, we'll fast forward to uh, me wanting to have a baby. So we went to, I, I let the doc know and, and, and this is no, nothing bad on him, but I let him know. And, and typically the old adage is you have to come off testosterone. You have to come off testosterone to, um, you have to come off testosterone to get your natural production of semen to come back. So you can have a baby. Now me, I had a vasectomy in 2007. So having a natural birth for me was not, was not natural. Sydney, you're unmuted. Do you want to hop in and say something?
2: Yeah, no, I just wanted to back up real quick. Um, You know, I've had a lot of experience with the VA. My uncle, as you know, was in the Marines for a while. and um, Still uh, over there in Buford. And, um, you know, he went on HRT with, with the VA and if it just, so everyone can kind of recognize what's going on there, it's, 1.75 1.75 cc's to 1 cc every 14 days is what they prescribe, typically without any estrogen blockers or without any HCG. So, unfortunately, that's actually worse for you to do than it right. is to, to go on the medication.
0: It's and that's day. what they did for my dad, too. They put him on that, and he feels good for a little bit, and then he feels like shit. Yeah, so you're getting these peaks and valleys. And then what, what's also
2: happening there. Is that your body isn't having to work as hard for certain things, and then it kind of goes away. So your body has to kick back in. It's a roller coaster ride back and forth, right? So that consistent level, personally, um, our favorite approach is a half a cc twice a week to really keep that um, even plane. Not even hitting yourself with one cc at a time is, is, is per. Depending on how you metabolize, seven out of ten people, that's the best way to go. Typically, depending on how you metabolize, <clears throat> so. With that being said, and just wanted to back up on that, and then the other thing as far as uh childbirth, um, you know, there's so many other options uh, rather than coming off of testosterone to be able to have a kid. You know, don't, um,
0: don't steal my thunder. I'm getting there. I'm getting yeah. there. I'll, I'll, I'll bring. I'll bring you. A I, gotta, I gotta tell my sad story first. <laughs> don't steal my sad story. Said, all right. So. So we decide that I'm going to we're going me and Miss Capper are going to have a baby. This guy right here is stoked because he just he just did his same thing. Um, So at 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 38 years old, I'm going to hit the reset button. I have an 18 year old and about to be a 14 year old, so I'm hitting a full reset button and uh, and we're going to try to have a kid because of that. I have to have IVF, so I come I completely come off testosterone completely, and I'm talking cold turkey, nothing, no HCG. No anti-E, no anything. I just go cold. And I'll tell you right now, I'm pretty sure it almost ruined. Um uh, it almost ruined my marriage. Uh she I prepared her because I knew what I felt like before. I knew what it felt like before. So I prepared her for um for what it was going to be like with me um, coming off. Now, I'm going to segue into something else so I can explain this. So I, when I got out, I went through a brain clinic in Texas. And um, there was an inpatient brain clinic. It was a TBI clinic. And I spent two weeks in Dallas, Texas at this brain clinic. Radically changed my life. One of the big things that, that, uh, that Dr. Kagan Randall was a big, con- big cons- uh, component of was HRT with veterans and special operations guys getting their hormones back on whack, especially, and Sid, I'll let you talk about this here in a second, a, a, about damage to the brain. And he, he, asked, he asked me something really interesting. And he goes he goes, and this is like, we're going to get real, real here. He goes, how is the quality of your orgasms? When you have an orgasm, is it, a, is it a very good orgasm or is it kind of just like um, kind of like coughing dust? <laughs> is it strong? Does it feel good? Do you feel like you just like, should beat your chest and like call your friend and be like, you're never going to believe what just happened and what I just pulled off? Um, or is it just kind of like, meh, and then you move on about your day? And I, and I was like, you know, you know I'm young. I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, I don't even know how to answer this. And, um, nonetheless, uh, you know, I, I, answer, I answered, I answered, I answered the question and, he, and I said, why did you, why did you ask that? And he said, because of your luteinizing hormone. And he said, your luteinizing hormone is low. And that tells me that your actual, your actual endocrine system, because of this TBI had been damaged. Um, and I said, you know, and, and, and I go back to, and this is for any veteran listening to this on YouTube or, or zoom or, or whatever, um, or anybody really with, with a prolonged kind of smash, I asked him and I said, well, I, you know, I never got like, I was never in a vehicle directly that got blown up. All right. There was a couple things that happened. Me mean, this guy wants shot, like, I don't know, 24 AT4s back to back. Um, which I think the army TM is like one every 24 hours or something stupid. Uh, we thought it was, that was a good idea. So we PSO'd, he, he took half and I took half afterwards. My insides felt like jelly and I was super nauseous and everything was vibrating, um, for about two days. It was horrible. It was one of the worst feelings. So we did that. He goes, he goes, how many flashbangs have gone off by your feet? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Are you kidding me? Like thousands, hundreds of thousands. He said, how many parachute openings have you had? How many breaches have you done? How many, you know, how many hard landings have you taken? How many, you know, how how many times you've been in a Humvee with 50 cal going off in the turret? And I'm like, doc, you're just, he's like, you're being stupid. And he's like, that's my point is you've lived this life for 12 years. You've lived this life for 12 years. Yes, you might've not got rocketed out of a Humvee, but this is, all this is trauma on your brain. Your brain sits in fluid. It's not connecting anything in your your brain and that, that brain's getting knocked around. And that is going to, that is going to have an effect on the glands in your brain over a period of time. And this is the reason why we see this rampant in the veteran community, um, especially in the combat arms MOS. So this is the reason why he's taking me down the road of my luteinizing hormone. And I said, so, so something is damaged. He's like, yes, it is. He said, it's okay, but you need to be prepared that you're going to be on HRT for the rest of your life. Because you have an actual damaged, you have a damaged brain, okay? And so that leads me back to, to I'm coming off and I know what's going to happen. My wife was not with me when I was off testosterone. So I'm trying to give her a warning of the sad sack of shit that I'm going to turn into for, for a few months. And we, told, we were told that it was going to be four months. It turned out to be eight months. Um, anyways, so I did that. I did that. We had the surgery. We did the IVF process. It came good. One of the biggest things that helped, this guy, I finally called him. Do you remember me calling you? Which time? <laughs> <laughs> then when I called you, I was like, dude, how did you do this? Because yes. I'm super freaking yes. struggling. Yes. I'm like, my relationship's struggling. I can't work. I'm having a, a I'm like, I was falling apart, guys. So I was at the same point. Yeah. Well, you had already, you, know, you had X, X amount X- before. So, Nonetheless, I, uh, you know, I called him one of the biggest things he immediately was like, have you been taking your vitamins? Are you taking uh, vitamin D? Um, and I said, no, he immediately got on, uh, ordered me some very high quality, uh, vitamin D supplements and, and sent it to me. I think it was like next day. And that was a huge help. Okay. So that's one thing. So across the nation, we're all vitamin, uh, like not all, but majority of people are vitamin D deficient. So that was a huge help for me personally. Now, here's where here's where I'm going to bring sit in um, for a second. I hit up after this is all done. We were successful eight months off T um, right at the end when we did the the did the consult for for the surgery that I had to, because they went in cut my sack open and then just slaughtered me. Look at This guy. Okay. So, I mean, they just slaughtered me down there, but they got like. I don't know two million sperm, so we were successful, and we went from there. And then had to recover from that. Um, and once, man, I tell you what, I had I had a bottle of tests sitting on the shelf ready to go. As soon as we got the call from the IVF doctor, I like, yep, we got two million sperm. I was like, everywhere, just get, just get it back. And I felt I felt better that way. Here's what's sad is I all of that. Headache all of that feeling that way did not have to go my buddy vince vargas who's 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 on with core as well um did not have to do what he did and did not have to do what josh did as well uh said you mind hopping on and talking about uh actual fertility protocol for somebody yeah, who's sure. on HRT? so
2: i i I've, I've had uh I, so I'm like Nick where i have a twenty one year old a thirteen year old and a one year old i'm nick i'm forty one Nick so slow down over there with your horror story or whatever. <laughs> story, <laughs> Yeah. You know, but, uh, so I have a lot of gratitude for that because you know, the, the hormones have made me like a 21 year old dad. You know what I mean? I still have all the energy in the world. I have the ability to go. And so I feel great being a 41 year old dad again. Um, but, uh, so the the protocols are pretty simple. Typically, 90% of our patients are on a CC of testosterone. They call up, they say they want to have a baby and, and, and they want to conceive. And, you know, typically we, we start off right there. We're just having them increase their HCG dose dramatically. Now it's a little different with the vasectomy in place, but, you know, so we'll increase that HCG dose from 25 units, 250 I IUs to 500 and then 1,000 40 minutes before intercourse. 90% of the time, Vincent, that works. You know, that's what we did with Vinny. And he was, he was good to go within, in like two weeks. Um, <clears throat> right. The, uh, right. Other side, right. That's beautiful. Though. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, um, he's a lot more chill than we are though. So, you, you know, he's, he was probably owed that, um, but, uh, amazing guy. And, um, yeah, so he was good to go. Never came off. I think he only went down to 150 milligrams. So we teeter taught how the whole thing plays out. So we, we keep your your 200, increase your HCG, and then we slowly start to decrease your testosterone and keep increasing that HCG until you, you achieve your goal. So, um, it, and it really works. Now, there are situations, guys, to where we have to end up doing, you know, what Nick had to do, but I mean, it's under that two percentile. So, um, yeah, and, and unfortunately, you know, for these, for these doctors that are specialized in in getting people pregnant, there's a lot of money involved. There's a lot of money involved. If you ask Nick how much money he spent, uh, it was probably a lot of money. My business partner, by the time it was all said and done, $21,000. I mean, it was a lot of money. So uh, you have to keep in mind, whenever there's a lot of money involved, you need to get what we do
0: for our kids. Right.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Right. So yeah, that's my, uh, that's my two cents on that one. I hope that covered it.
0: Yeah. Thanks. I, the the whole point is like that, that we're smart enough and we have the science and we have the people like people that give a shit enough to actually do the research and to help people that, that want to do it. So I I never want to go through any of that. Um, Once I came back on though, and I got, I got on with core, um, like even better than it was before. I mean, with them now, it's like at my age, it's like, how do I, for my age and for me and my lifestyle, how do I, operate at my peak performance, like where I'm supposed to be at 38 years old and and my lifestyle and the things that I want to do. I mean, I want to, I want to do BJJ five times a day. I want to, I want to still lift weights. I want to play with my kids. I want to chase my, my newborn, my, my newborn son that's coming. These are the things that are important to me. Now I'm not trying to go fight a war anymore. Um, maybe the government on some things, but, uh, but, but we'll leave that for another video. Um, but that's, that's what they've done for me now. So, you know, the, the whole point of this conversation is, is, is that education and go from there. So um, I'm going to turn, before we open to questions, I want I want Josh to kind of echo me and some of the, kind of his same story of kind of what, what he went through.
3: Um, yeah. So uh, like Nick said, you know, we started, or we kind of started um, our, our story similarly aligned, you know, we, we were in the military uh, in the Marine Corps together, and then we found each other on, on a team. Um, yeah, man, those 84s were not fucking cool at all. Uh, was it was stupid. It was a fun shoot. It was something that needed to be done, but I surely shouldn't have been the one sitting on the line for the whole time. <laughs> but that wasn't the first time that I had done that. I, no, right. Previously, you know, years before, I was at a place doing a lot of instruction for some for some people, and uh, I had shot 50 to 60 a day for almost a week straight uh, pso Um, So I'm like, I'm the guy who's sitting next to the guy who's shooting um, 50 or 60 rounds for a week. That's three, 400 rounds or something like that, of 18 fours in a week. Um, But you just kind of charge on through because that's what you're doing. It's not really the smartest thing. Um, I've been in a few explosions, some rollovers and uh, some pretty shitty events. But then ultimately what ended up happening, which ended up being my exfil uh, into medical retirement out of the military, um, was after our last deployment together um uh, probably three months I think it was we got back from deployment so i I as personally as a human being hadn 't even really buffed out myself after that deployment right so um any of you that have ever been on deployment that are watching this you know there there's some some off ramping time that that things take effect um you know uh, just personal thoughts, emotions physically. You know there's a lot of things that happen on deployment that you kind of need to address thereafter um process sure. yeah and you know and then and then get back in the groove and then you know restart the whole process all over again so four months about after that uh what ended up being that last deployment um i went through a short course of jump school log in san diego um, and it was i think the third jump of the day some of my memory gets a little bit Uh, fuzzy, but uh, friends of mine that were with me kind of helped me plug it in. Um, So on that jump, uh, it was a static line jump. So static line, you're hooked up to uh, the inside of the airplane with a a cable. And uh, you basically have a line that when you jump out, the line automatically pulls your chute and then, you know, it it inflates or um, implodes your chute. And then you are supposed to very gently and nicely just kind of fall back down to earth. Um, That third jump did not go that way. Uh, what ended up happening is we were in a really small plane, those Casas. Yeah. Casas, something like yeah. that, right? So in a real small plane, uh, it was pretty turbulent, but it was time to jump, trying to make that money. And when I went to jump, I had one foot still on the platform and one foot off. Now, it was a fraction of a second of time that this even happens um, because I'm you're jumping out of the plane. So as I'm jumping out of the plane, the one foot that's still on the deck, we hit a big air pocket, the plane you know, jostles upwards, and uh, I got thrown into, uh, from what they told me, the roof of the plane. Um, I had a cord wrapped around my neck, and then a cord wrapped around my left leg. Um, One around my neck, thankfully, didn't stay attached very long. Uh, Otherwise, it probably would have decapitated me, Uh, but it did leave some damage up in here. The one that was around my left leg, um, it broke the femur in half, and then shot the femur out the back of my leg, roughly two and a half, three inches, somewhere in that region. Um, and then I got sucked out the plane like I was supposed to. And I regained consciousness in, um, air. in air.
0: So basically, luckily, luckily the freaking thing opened.
3: Yeah. So thankfully I went where I was supposed to go. So I got, you know, pulled out of the plane, like where I was supposed to go after all that had happened. Um, and I regained consciousness once my chute caught lift. So it was a big jostle that happens um, when you catch lift and I was still holding my reserve and I knew something was going on. And so anyways, I ended up having an open femur fracture and then uh, upon landing, I had some massive nerve damage. Um, Pretty much everything in my right shoulder got blown out. Uh, My head got knocked around obviously inside that plane, pretty good TBI, um, what they found out thereafter. So that was my very synopsis of some of the injuries that I've had um, over a 13 year career. So, coming out, Nick had already been through the talk that he had just talked about with a friend of ours um, about HRT, and you know he was kind of pumping me with it, trying to talk to me about it. You know, before I got, I up. wish
0: we could have taken your levels immediately yeah. after that, that's, after that crash. That's
3: something I wish I would have known, and kind of just periodically, yeah. you know, done the six month checkups and see. Was I getting better? Was I getting worse? Was I sustaining, you know, um, to understand what was happening to me internally, um, as a human being, but th- unfortunately that didn't happen. So he's talking about testosterone or, or replacement or at least going to get lab work done to get an understanding of where I sit. Um, if anything, you sit just fine and you don't need it. And maybe there's some other areas that, you know, um, that a doctor can help you out it. Um, so, as a, uh, a good friend, I uh, did not listen, to be quite honest. Um, I was in a phase at that time where I had already, I looked the this is the way I look back into it now. I felt like I was, I had already been through a lot of shit. Um, I had faced a lot of shit, I'd been through a lot of shit, and I was kind of positively coming out of it on the backside. Um, I had a job when I got out, you know, and I just wasn't ready to face something else that was this big of a hit. And to me, it was it was uh, an ego hit, to be quite honest. I wasn't egocentrically ready to receive the information that um, I might have low T. Uh, even though it wasn't my fault, I had nothing to do with it. I wasn't ready to receive the information. So um, I just was like, yeah, sounds great. And uh, I didn't do it for a little bit. Um, and then finally, I think it was maybe a year later, um, we went out, we went on a trip, got everything done, looked at the lab work. They came back and I was, I think, low 300s or something like that. Um, pretty severely low. And at that point, that had now been three years, three and a half years post-injury um, that I had been going through life and dealing with a whole lot of shit that I probably wouldn't have needed to go through. Um, and he can attest to a lot of that stuff. Um, now, this wasn't extreme to the facts of um, I wasn't beating anybody. You know, I wasn't getting in like bar fights. It wasn't. It wasn't that it's your own life. It was my own life that was just it just kind of felt like I was hazily moving along. Even though I was moving along in a semi-decent direction, I just wasn't myself. Um, so I finally, you know, swallowed the pill and I said, okay, I'm gonna go get it looked at. I got it looked at, talked to the doc and doc prescribed me HRT, and I got an HRT and then, you know whatever time frame was, I really don't remember to be quite honest, but it was a fairly short amount of time. All of a sudden, it just hit me one day where I was happy and it was really fucking weird. It felt like I could have been skipping down the road, you know, like holding my little girl's hands and I would have been okay with it. Like, I just, I became almost reinvigorated, um, like the self that I perceived that I used to be. Um, I was full of life. I was happy. Uh, my cognitive, w- my framework was coming back, ideas, thoughts, uh, emotions, you know, were coming back. And I was just that better person that I always mm-hmm. was, wanted to be. And then I really thought that I was before I got on HRT. I kind of was in this self-denial that, you know, I'm doing good. But then once I got on HRT and I started to get my levels and in, in my physiological state um, straightened out to where it should be. I was now operating really well. And then things in my life just all of a sudden started to, and your income uh, went
0: up. That's what's crazy to me.
3: Yeah. Things yeah. just kind of, I don't want to say started to fall into place, but everything that I thought I was working hard for or striving to do it all, just kind of, they met. And then they slowly just took an on ramp um, in a positive direction. And that was, that was going on. Um <laughs> I, I came off once and I had talked to Nick about it. Um, I was living in Hawaii at the time. Um, I ended up having a uh, retinal detachment from
0: probably all the shit that I just talked about. <laughs> um, so, but um, it's not linked. <laughs> it's not linked, but his retina <laughs> detached from his eyeball. Um,
3: so I was going through some surgeries and I blamed it on some stuff as far as I was going through another shitty thing in my life. And I wasn't a negative Nancy by no means. I'm not a Debbie downer. I'm not a negative person, but it was just, I was facing this new thing in my life that I was having surgeries of not being able to see, trying to get my eyesight back. And I went off HRT for a couple months. Um, that's completely self-induced my own stupidity. Um, but what I ended up realizing was that in those couple month months time period, is I went back to that person of who I was before getting on HRT. And I saw it. um, I came out to Hawaii. He saw it. Yeah. Like in person, because I was living in Hawaii time. He was still living here. And my wife saw it. You know, I'm pretty damn sure my kids saw it. Um, And I just was like that weird person of myself again. Uh, So even though that was kind of a shitty experience um, on the backside of it, I I view it to be a fairly positive experience because I was able to see no shit for real. Um the difference. How much yeah. better and how more effective I was as a human being when my stuff was aligned oh. appropriately and effectively to where it should be. So I could just be a good person. Yeah. Um, anyways, went back in RTRT and then we decided to have a third kid. So So that was the journey kind of like Nick just talked about. It was that journey of like, okay, so we talked to the doc. And then as far as uh, I have nothing bad to say, you know, about that doctor, it was just the way that his protocols were put in place. You don't know what you don't know. And you know, I obliged and you know, I, we wanted to have this child. And uh, my biggest question was how long is it going to be? This is before (laughs) his. So I said, how long is it going to be? Because I knew when I was off it already for three months, the downward spiral that I kind of started to go into again. So I wanted to prep myself. I wanted to prep my wife. um, so I could attempt to mitigate as much as possible. And it was a long three months and I think I was getting into the fourth month. Um, we were just about to go on a trip for uh, some strength conditioning stuff and I was actually on HCG from the doc. And I remember sitting there and I was taking a shot of HCG and I was to the point where, i can admit it because i've talked i've talked to her about it as i just looked at her and i said babe f- we're gonna have to figure out something else like I-, I must be shooting blanks you know something must be going wrong here i got to talk to the doc maybe i didn't need to get a sperm count because i don't know how much longer i can go through this yeah. of not feeling like the person that i feel like and i know i should be and that was the moment that she took a 15 second turn went to the closet came out with a little bag and said um Man, we're three. pregnant we're pregnant <laughs> so she was trying to alleviate some of my frustration um but so i felt the ups and downs um both purposely you know for a child and then well i guess the other one was purposeful as well but uh, it was reflective so um anyway since then been back in hrt i got with coin finally um I don't know a, m- a month ago maybe something like that but uh i hit the road traveling full-time in an airstream so um it's uh it's been interesting but I-, I got on with them and the reason that i got on with them was not just because you know nick's my friend but i mean to be honest looking at the company you know and looking at the people and then knowing that you know what their approach is and everything that he had just talked about um is that they're in it for you as the individual as a person you know, it's not a blanket statement that they're just arbitrarily doing it for everybody. It's defined for your needs, you know, what you what you desire and what they optimally know and where you should be um as an individual. And that's that that's the route that I've now chosen.
2: So go ahead, Sydney. I just wanted to touch base, you know, I I get like It's funny. People are like, you know, they, they call me up and they're like, well, I don't know this. They're like seven weeks into HRT and they'll call up. Right. And they'll be like, I don't know if this stuff's working. I'm like, all right, just come off of it. (laughs) i'll send you your money back brother you know and then sure enough oh man i didn't realize how bad i was you know (laughs) i'm gonna tell you right now that stuff works for everybody i've had maybe one or two cases and the other thing too you know what what Josh was just saying, I got like the goosebumps, you know, kind of, cause you know, I'm, I'm you guys know how passionate I am about my business. And, you know, Josh, thanks for the kind words to me. I know we haven't had too much interaction, but super grateful. Um, you know, the crazy, one of my favorite things is, is that like I'll be driving work and my, 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 um, patients now, and I'm not too interactive with now just cause we've grown so much. But when I first started, I'd have a huge patient book and my phone would ring at like seven o'clock in the morning. I'd put my Bluetooth out of the car. I'd be This this dude who's like 40 years old and he'd be like, Hey, sit, are you by yourself? And I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm completely by myself, chilling. I think I told you this before. I've had that
0: conversation with you. <laughs> dude,
2: are you by yourself? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, why are you calling me at 730? Dude, I had to get out of the house. I'm like, why is it? Like, dude, I woke up with an erection. And I'm like, great. Well, my wife would think it was weird. I'm like, you haven't told you you're on HRT yet? Turn around and do your business. Well, <laughs> <laughs> she's going to that, think that's weird. And I'm like, dude, your wife's not going to think that's weird. She's probably lying in bed with her eyes open, facing the other way, wondering when it's going to happen again. (laughs) Tell her what's up. You know what I mean? And it's when I first started this business 12 years ago, it would take me an hour to two hours to onboard a patient to educate them of what's going to happen right now. It's like, I want it. I need it. No education needed. I spend some time with the wives and things of that nature now, because people still try to hide it from their significant other, which is just to me, it's just, it's insane. Believe me, your wife is going to be a lot happier, like a lot happier. So yeah, that's my, that's kind of what kind of shot me back a little bit with that, with that story from Josh over there. But yeah, man, it's, it's pretty awesome.
0: So we've got a little bit of time. I want to answer one question. Uh, it was the first one was um, what am I taking? So they have me on uh, 200 milligrams of test C a week. I'm, I do 25, is it I use Sid, 25 I use of, of HCG twice a week, right after my, sh- not after the day after my shot. Yep. So if I do, if I do a shot, say I, I break mine up. So I have a shot on Sunday and Wednesday mornings, first thing in the mornings, the following. So Monday and Thursdays, I take my uh, 0.25 of, uh, no 0. 0.35 of ACG. And And that's not for him
2: to continue to be able to have a baby or anything like that. That's just to make sure he doesn't shut off the light in order for him to rebound. God forbid he has to come off testosterone for whatever reason. We never shut that light up. It also keeps the volume of his sperm up. And it also keeps the atrophy from from kicking in. So it's a lot of aesthetic involved. Some people don't care. They're like, I don't care how big my balls are. I don't care if I'm shooting water Um, and they don't want to take it. We really push it if you're under 50. Cause we've seen a lot of crazy things happen. Sorry.
0: And no, you're good. And then I take my, my, uh, at the, at the uh, same time as my ACG. So the day after, so, uh, right after that. So that's my, that's my protocol. Now there's a bunch of other things, you know, that I work, I work with them on. I've taken, uh, you know, peptides for recovery. There's a lot of different other things for specific things. You guys have seen the results that I share. Um, so, but that's as far as the HRT protocol, that's exa- exactly what I'm on every single week. And it keeps me like this. And I feel freaking phenomenal. Um, I can go in, the, in, in my BJJ gym and I can roll forever. Uh, six minute rounds, 30 seconds off, let's, uh, we can do it. And then while everybody else is like sweating and breathing and leaning against the wall, I'm like, we, you got one more? I was like, let's go one more. And, um and then go from there. So, so that's it. I'm going to open for the, all the guys that are quick, video. We, 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 we,
2: pres- we prescribe all brand testosterone as well, too. It's not generic, yeah. which, is, which, is really, which is also really important. Most HRT clinics, um, like mine, um, are they do a generic testosterone, which is basically compounded in a big vat. And it's kind of like a bottle of Tabasco sauce, right? Sometimes you get one that's really hot and sometimes you don't. And we've all experienced that. So the, the, when, you, when you're taking testosterone, just you know, quickly, the, um, <clears throat> the way that it's, it's audited essentially is that it can be within 40 milligrams of what it says on the bottle for, for generic testosterone. So you can be buying a 200 milligram bottle and there, there can be legally down to 160 milligrams in that bottle. When you're buying brand... It's all compounded individually in 10 ml vials or 5 ml vials. That's why we go that route because you're going to get a consistent um, dosing in each vial. Uh,
0: any Anybody that's on the video here, or it doesn't have to be video, it could be voice, but uh, I'm going to open it up to you guys for questions for Josh and I or, or even Sydney. Now is your time. Don't be scared.
1: If not, then we'll uh, see if not, then we'll go. I think um, I'm gonna actually jump in. This is Uh um, hey. There was a
3: question that I think Sydney should answer from the chat. Um, Sid, one of the questions that somebody asked is, what are some of like the long-term benefits or disadvantages of taking TRT long-term?
2: Great, so uh, thanks Kay, I appreciate that. So here's the, here's the deal. Um, you know, Nick and I have a very common phrase in place and it's, you know, get your blood work done, you know, don't commit to anything, get your blood work done. And that just doesn't go for the beginning stages of going on HRT. Um, I have the luxury of doing my blood three to four times a year. You know, um, I highly suggest it, especially for military active duty or not to at least go twice a year. Um, unfortunately your chemistries are constantly changing and it's a lot of work to keep up. Um, and if we're not doing blood work, you know, that's really where the issues come. Um, we have a lot of patients that push back on blood work. Those aren't the patients that core keeps on board. So be willing to do that blood work once to twice a year minimum, sometimes three times. If we're monitoring your blood work because we monitor your blood work. So in depth, it's an 18 panel poll. We're checking everything that's going on. Anything that testosterone could counteract, we are monitoring very closely. So for instance, if you're, if you don't have a cholesterol issue, you go on testosterone due to the binding, due to the binding proteins, your cholesterol can increase. Not, you know, one out of every five people can have the issue. Now we have all natural statins that we can use to counteract that. We can lower your dose. We can look at different things, but if you're not doing your blood work, that's where the issues can come into play. Um, <clears throat> You know, we've, I have people that have been on HRT with me for uh, 12 years before that 10, 22 years. I've been on it for coming up on uh 24 due to some trauma that I had. Um, I haven't, you know, I wasn't shooting off guns and stuff like that. When they were telling that story, I'm like, geez, I can't hear for a day after I shoot my 300 windbag once at a deer, you know, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and then I'm thinking about the one time I fell out of my tree stand, comparing it to the story of him flipping over in a Humvee and falling out of a plane, you know, but, um, uh, so, um, Hats off to you guys, but uh, yeah. So the blood work is key. You know, if you decide to go on black market testosterone, that's really where the stigma comes from. Of oh my god, steroids. I'll tell you something else. If you don't go on it, there's some major repercussions. Number one, good luck staying in a relationship. (laughs) Number two, our organs, our heart—it's all surrounded by muscle. As we get older, those atrophy. Testosterone minimizes the amount of atrophy that we have at earlier stages in our life. Studies everywhere and across the board, something someone really famous said to me, who's uh, I'm very close with said, Sid, I don't care if this stuff kills me 10 years early, because the way I was before, I would never want to go back to it. No. Nah, so, and and the reality of it is, if you're with someone who's really monitoring yourself, you're going to live longer, in my opinion, in a lot of the studies that I've read. But um, I hope that answers the question. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So that I'm going to answer, but you said you can follow me up. And so the next question is how much does, how much does it cost with, with us? It's, it's 35 to about around 35 to $40 a week um, for the protocol. Is that correct?
2: Yeah. So um, it's $199 to sign up. Um, That covers your blood work, your, your video kind of chat like this, which is the telemedicine portal portal that we have, um, which is actually amazing. Mm It's a great point of care. you do it from your home. you can meet with the clinicians as much as you want. There's no fees moving forward, so that's one ninety nine up front and then after that it's between thirty five and forty um, per uh, per week. Um, we do a ten week protocol so it's around three hundred and fifty to four hundred dollars for ten weeks of therapy um, and it's you know very very cost effective um, Anybody who comes aboard right now and um, basically, mentions uh, what we're, you know, the Zoom conference right now. We can we can do uh, like a, a Nick Zoom one code. Uh, we'll give you guys 50 bucks off your sign up, too.
0: Look that. Uh, what okay. was the other one?
3: I was just going to hit it real quick. I mean, the cost effectiveness first, not getting on it is the same thing that Sydney just said. I mean, like, I've, I've gone kind of down that road of, you know, being off it and then being back on it. And whatever monetary uh, amount that, that he's speaking about is. is is pennies to the feeling of of anguish that, you know, I I felt during the times that I was off. So um, it's not that expensive for the benefits that you're getting as a human being. And you never know where that is going to go, you know, once you align yourself back to um, where you should be.
2: And and you'll also be able to minimize your additional supplements, as well as your pre-workouts and your um, coffee. (laughs) You know, you're going to, I mean, I, 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 a lot of our patients take that, you know, that pre-workout and drinking their coffee and their energy pills and this, that, and the other, and they go on therapy and that eliminates completely. So
0: that's what somebody, that's what Mr. Hicks just said. Oh, okay. I okay. by the way, he's like, yeah, I spend more on energy drinks and people do like, like if anybody, this, and I did an article on this and I'm about to get fired up because people talk like, well, I can't afford it. Well, stop buying mocha joke of bullshits, you know, <laughs> cancel your cancel 40, 70, your online streaming things. Like you're wasting money somewhere. I freaking guarantee it. So invest in yourself. Like if all these things are just distractions, okay? And uh, you know all, they're all distractions. So so take your money and put it into something that's going to benefit your life that you're going to get a return. I'm, and this is the businessman coming out of me. But you're going to get an ROI out of like you're not getting an ROI out of a mocha Choke of bullshit. The only only return of investment you're there is is getting fat and and looking like shit. So.
2: It's going to so, add two or three hours to your day. Energy wise. I mean, a lot of people are like, man, I went on therapy. I got a raise. I got a promotion. I, my business is expanding dramatically. You know, I go into these major car dealerships down here in South Florida and basically say to the, the owner of the company, listen, give me your top 10 sales guys. I'm going to give you 10 weeks of TRT for free for all 10 people. You can have it. If your sales don't go up 5% on your Porsches, which is a shitload of money, don't ever call me again, but you lost nothing. But if it does roll out a program for everybody. And that's, That's, and that's, and
0: that's a fact. And I can, I can say personally for me, uh, as far as my pocket, as far as being a business owner, business, being on HRT and making sure that my hormone levels and my health is accurate and I'm in shape has 100% affected my bottom line in my business and the way that I work. There's no freaking way that I would have been able to accomplish what I would have accomplished in the time that I have. And I don't even feel like I've accomplished that much. I'm still, I'm, I'm on ramping. I'm on ramping. You know what I'm saying? So, like, there's no way that I would have been able to do what I've done without having being as healthy as I am and being on top of everything. There was one. I just saw one that I was one to. Males uh,
2: only.
3: Yeah, read Mandy. She said, "Nick and Josh, do you feel like HRT is helping you with memory issues from TBI?"
0: One hundred percent, because you got to look at what what happened when you had a TBI and you have you have you have cell a right and cell B and they're connected with H2O. Okay, so that link in between cell A and cell B in your brain is broken because of some sort of trauma that you've taken that's taken place. Okay, what this does is it creates new neural pathways. All right. And this is a lot of things that happen here, but HRT is one of them. Um, there's a lot of cognitive things that happen, but if your, if your hormones are off and your HRT is, if your health is not, if your, your health is not on par, well, that's like step one, right? Like sleeping, eating, there's, there's certain things that we hit, making sure our hormones are good, but now that we have the, the, the energy and the effort to put effort into other things. So 100%, do I still forget stuff? Yeah, but that could be. B just cause I'm a 38 year old man and you know, children. I'm not with children. I'm not fully listening to my wife all the time, <laughs> but 100% it does. Yeah.
3: I mean, I kind of spoke about it when I said, you know, there was, I was in a haze or I just yeah. felt like I was, uh, drifting or gliding, you know,
0: through,
2: through Find my, that mic over.
3: And that's, I'm about to break this arm here. Um, no, I, I kind of spoke about it real quick. I, I maybe breezed over it, but, uh, that was, um, when I, had, when I said that I was in like this fog or this state of haze, or I felt like I was doing all right, but I was just more or less like drifting through my life. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as I got on HRT, it didn't go away a hundred percent because like Nick said, there's other human factors that take a little bit of time, but it drastically reduced it. And not only dr- drastically reducing that haze or that fog, but then when that haze and the fog was it started to clear, my ideas, my drive, my energy, uh, my thought process just went like through the roof. Same thing when I went off, I went back to that haze point. So I was able to see it again, you know, for myself. And then when I went back on again, things started to clear up. So I 100% believe that to be true, that my cognitive ability has gone uh, back up, maybe not to where it was before, but there's also other injuries and stuff that some things might not be able to account for.
0: Um, I wanted to, so someone, I lost it, but, uh, somebody was talking about, there she is. Um, somebody was talking about, uh, taking natural testosterone booster or not natural. They're not natural off the, over the counter testosterone boosters from like GNC or some test booster 5,000 or some, uh, some BS. I'll tell you right now, these things will mess you up and I don't even know how many, but i I'm sure Sydney has has worked with a lot of people that he's had to fix from doing this.
2: Yeah, so um we we actually work with quite a few people um in in the past, you know, and that we've actually added that question onto our questionnaire, have you taken testosterone boosters? Basically what that is is it's a precursor of, of testosterone, it's something that's basically taking over synthetic delivery, but unfortunately it's not it's not increasing your testosterone. It's wiping out your test and basically using a different delivery form in order to make you feel like you have testosterone. Um, one of my one of my guys who's been with me for fourteen years, Matt Stevens. Um, I've learned so much about this because before we were in this business, we were in the mortgage business actually together for a decade, and he was taking these these pro hormones the the from like you know these these small shops or whatever. He had jaundice he had kidney failure he had liver major major liver issues major i'm talking 400 liver enzyme and they should be around 30. so guys these pro-hormones not to mention they're ridiculously expensive they're really hard to rebound off of and the crash is tremendous and the internal damage is terrible so be very careful with these pre-hormones you don't know what's in them. And, you know, the supplement world is not monitored. There's no one monitoring the supplement world. You can put essentially whatever you want inside these, inside these bottles and, you know, you just never know where what's going to happen. Yeah, if,
0: if you're doing to do a supplement, make sure it's, was it BSCG certified?
2: NSF is one of them.
0: Yeah. Um, so, and he's right. Like, you can just go put flour and bullshit in there and, and, and sell it and make a ton of money and people and like testosterone 5,000. Or Do the not.
2: Like Blackstone Labs did, you know, they had, I don't know if you're familiar with them. They, they were, you know, they just got in a lot, a lot of trouble. They were putting Diana ball, D ball inside their pre-workouts. Holy so shit. they got caught with an entire, with an entire 18 wheeler. It's worth a Google, you know, full of it. And, he, you know, one of the old owners is a dear buddy of mine. He wasn't involved with the other guy. You know, it was just a complete nightmare. And, you know, they're, they're in some deep crap and they hurt a lot of 16 year old kids who now are going to have to, you be on testosterone from 18 years old and risk, you know, being able to have a child because of the long-term damage. It's, it's crazy.
0: Yeah. Uh, what was the other one? Um, something about, what about high estrogen? Um, you know, this is a, I actually talked about this on a, on my video, uh, talking about my diet and, um, and there's a, there's an estrogen dominance that's happening. So Josh and I also see clients. So we do a lot of weight loss stuff with, with people, um, military prep, weight loss, you know, high, high, high uh, high, pro, high go for it. Hypertrophy. Hypertrophy. Thanks, Josh. Um, so we, we, you know, all kinds of different athletes. Um, one of the things that we see in some of the some of the younger individuals is a that that's kind of becoming more common is an estrogen dominance in men. And I can look at their progress photos, and I can look at them. And they have more of like an hourglass shape. Um, they're, they, they, they have a lot of weight around here, their hips are getting wide, they've got bigger breast tissue. Um, and visceral it's not because of yeah
2: the visceral uh, uh, hypogonadism. You know that yeah. that's like the, the the key right there.
0: So I'm looking at them and I'm like, wow, this is crazy. And I'm asking, like, hey, have you ever been on anything? Have you know what's going on here? You know, and I'm not leading them. I'm just asking, what have they done to see where they're at? And it's our society. Our society is has changed a lot to where the the kind of the food, the kind of the foods that we're eating, the things that we're doing. Um, the stuff that we're drinking out of, um, all, all are, are responding and giving us a, a high estrogen level. Um, so this is the reason why, like, I typically, like, I drink out of aluminum or uh, cans, or, uh, I, uh, Josh got me on the mason jars. So I drink glass. out of glass. I don't, I don't, t- I don't like, I don't warm my food up in plastic. I use the glass. I, you know, there's a lot of little things that I do. I don't eat fake food at all, like, at all. I don't do it. Um, because you don't know what's going into it, and they're pumping them full of full of garbage, and even and and even for sorry, even for the meat eaters out there, you know, if you're not getting organic grass fed meat, and you're buying it from Tyson's chicken, you're thinking this is good, then what's going to happen is um, you're getting freaking hormones pumped into you, and this is now we're looking at like our children, you're looking at young men developing this, at, you know, in their crucial years, so we're having a high estrogen. And Sydney's playing with his bow, but I want to turn it over. What are we doing with uh? How, what do you what do you do with um someone who who comes on like that? I mean, I know from a dietary perspective and a, a normal TRT, but like you get a guy that looks like that hypergonadism. You know, he looks like he's got uh, you know put a wig on him. He looks like he has a feminine body. Um, from a clinic standpoint, what are you guys? How are you guys treating him?
2: So. You know, estrogen dominant is like a big thing right now, especially just like you said, the foods, Nick. You, know, you freaking nailed it. You know, um, and if you if you guys really slow down and look too, you'll start seeing more and more obesity in, in in our in children now, which obviously we're all noticing a lot of, right? And you know, sometimes it's not just because of the food; it's 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 you know a genetic disorder that's being passed down now because estrogen dominant is, is actually like a real thing. Um, which, which is crazy, but, and, um, but you know, the first thing we're doing right now with someone like that is our main goal, isn't the hormones straight away. Our main goal is their overall health, dialing the the cholesterol in thyroid issues, liver enzymes, making sure their inner bodies functioning as much as it possibly can without incorporating hormones immediately. So we want their overall health to be stabilized as much as possible, because What can happen with someone who's obese like that is we'll do blood work when they come through the door day one, they'll run therapy. If we give them therapy typically right away with elevated enzymes in, 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 a one cs through the roof, they haven't been on metformin, which is an amazing drug. We can talk about that at a different time. Um, Their sugars are, are dramatic. Um, And then we give them hormones, you know, where the next blood work typically isn't better. And our goal is to really dial in their overall health, Prior to giving them hormones, so when we we will put them on the estrogen blockers, bring their the levels down to the high teens or the twenties, um, and we're going to focus on you know really um, that overall health more than just the hormones coming through the gate, and then graduate them into that once they're once their their blood work and their overall health um, d- deserves it. Actually,
0: so, that's that's exactly what Josh and I do. We focus on we focus on diet, exercise, lifestyle first you know, get that dialed in and then kind of go from there. That's perfect. Um, One of the last things, uh, yeah. uh, One of the last things is someone, I I got it from both sides is can someone benefit if they're in their late fifties, sixties to go on HRT? (laughs) Yes. Absolutely. Do you have anything to say about that Sydney?
2: So our oldest patient, we, so people are like, how long can I stay on this for? And, um, you know, I hope that I can stay on it till I'm putting the ground, you know, that that's the goal, right? Most patients dwindle off in their late seventies. I have one patient who's in better shape than 90% of the people I know. Yeah. Yeah. And he's freaking 75 and he's he uses the peptides. He does his blood work every month. Um, he's very diligent. You're not going to find a guy like this because bet- the, the three components in my life are exercise, diet, hormones, which is my science, right? And those three pieces of the puzzle, I'm keeping a very close eye on. And this guy's so dialed in, it, it, it's frustrating. It's like, oh, I got to be home right now. I got to eat. I got to take my shot right now. I'm like, dude, you're 70. Enjoy life right now. You're a multimillionaire. Enjoy your life. But he just loves it. That's his lifestyle. Um, a lot of people in their 60s and 70s take it. Um, the protocols are a lot different, okay? They're a lot, lot different. Um, you know, we start off with a half a CC, use a different type of estrogen blocker hcg typically isn't in the picture um in the set in their 70s sometimes it is in their 60s some of the peptides we don't like to use as much in their 60s and 70s because it's increasing the cell regeneration in their body you have to be careful with that as we get older but you know other than that um yeah man bring it on
0: i like that bring it on um would you have something else before we end it
2: no
3: i said very bring yeah before
0: we're we're at an hour so we've got a josh and i need to go throw some weight around the gym so it's it's about time i f- i feel like sydney needs to shoot his bow i think that's what he's trying
2: <laughs> i just i just got this new bow tech over here with a, a range finder scope on it it's like the most ridiculous thing in the world you don't have to use like a range finder anymore it's, it's all built in you press a button on the side and I'm, I'm touching arrows in a grouping like this at 80 yards. It's, it's insane because you have a single pin out to 80 yards. So Next. there's nothing else avoiding in your sight picture. It's all one dot on the screen. It's crazy.
0: If, so if You can't tell he's excited. He's very I, excited. I
2: mean, I just got the ball like three days ago, Nick. I mean, if I sent you one, you wouldn't even be on this on this freaking Zoom call. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, yo. guys,
2: Nick, Nick threw me under the bus. I'm going to the archery range right now <laughs> with my boys.
0: Um, <laughs> for... If anybody on the video, before we end it, uh, anybody have any last minute questions? If you want to pop off mute?
2: Yeah, Nick, this is Paul Mack. Is um, Sydney
0: going to provide some information on where we can get in? Um, more information about his um, process? Paul, we oh. just mentioned you. <laughs> we just said your name. What's up, brother? Yeah, hey, man. man um, actually, uh, I put the link in YouTube. I'll have it in, dis- in the discussion. And then... Um, Paul uh, Josh is going to just send you the direct link. In, Sweet, in thanks. Our, yeah, in the app, in the training app, we'll we'll get you the direct link. And uh, I, you're going to be if oh, you yeah, were,
2: you dude, you just forward it along. You know what I mean. Well, ho- however, you want to do it as well.
0: If if we get Paul Mack on uh, on HRT, that's just going to be a scary thing. In <laughs> <laughs> a good way. In a good way, yeah. Um, any other videos, video guys?
1: Uh, I got one thing to say. If you guys can hear me, I can hear. You hear me? All right. Okay. I'm at the beach right now, so I don't know if y'all can hear me over the sound of the waves. But I'm 25, and I've been on TRT for three years, almost four years now. Uh, I'm not with Core Med at all. Uh, I actually I'm local to Atlanta, so I see a doctor in Atlanta. Uh, but I just want to echo Nick, Josh, and Sydney, and say that Core Medical has got their stuff straight. Um, I've been on TRT or HRT for almost four years and core medical absolutely has all their facts straight. If you're on the fence, uh, if you're 50 plus, 60 plus, I would absolutely recommend popping on with core medical. Um, I'm 25, had a couple of medical conditions from PTSD. that were not uh, military uh, related, uh, but still required me to get on TRT. And there's a lot of, a lot of components that go into it between, your hemocrit levels, your H- HTG HCG levels, your E2 levels, and your testosterone levels. And I've learned a lot in the last four years, and I'm only hopping okay. on with in the last couple of months. And uh, I just want to say, the core core medical absolutely knows what knows what they're doing. And I would just recommend anybody that's feeling the symptoms of low T to either go get tested or hop on with core med.
0: That's awesome, man. Thank you. I, and you, I'm really glad that you that that doctor like identified some of the things and like took care of you that's because that could have been a. I mean you know that would have been a a downward spiral and and you know that would have been that would have been a tragedy um thanks thanks man okay
2: thanks guys appreciate you guys very much
0: all right sydney we'll call it thanks brother go shoot that bow
2: i will don't worry it'll be all of my social media in about 10 minutes
0: (laughs) all right guys We'll see you guys. You guys know the deal. This is, this is what, what it's about. All right. Um, you know, being for us veterans, it's about being a veteran. Um, and then for the, for everyone else, it's just about, about, about being the best human being that you can be. Um, and just being the, you know, the best version of yourself. And it, and it, that's the goal always, as we age, as we grow, we're always trying to be the best version of ourselves. Um, any last words? All right, you guys know the deal. Never quit, never surrender, always forward. And we will see you guys in the next video.